Good morning and welcome to the VSA Morning Miner. I'm Ollie O'Donnell and I'm joined by Paul Rankin. Today is the first day of the Shanghai Mining Club Conference and Andrew's busy moderating. So we've just had the first session. Um, I think they're in a break at the moment, moving into the next one. Paul, how are you though? I am well, thank you. And uh, yes, the uh, conference uh, has a, a fine lineup of companies there. So it's uh, a really interesting uh, presentations. Yeah, exactly. Um, what news is out there outside of the conference? Well, for, I wanted to speak first of all uh, on the news out from Hochschild, uh, the uh, base metals producer in Latin America, which uh, is listed in London. Uh, they've announced they're to spin off their 80% owned rare earth subsidiary called Aclara Resources uh, into a separate company probably for a uh, TSX listing in due course. Eclara is a <clears throat> resource of the ionic clay type, which is the kind which is mined in China, uh, incidentally being explored at the moment around the rest of the world, including places like Uganda. But uh, this one is of that uh, clay style, and, and it uh, it is intended to be uh, separated from Hochschild to not confuse the two stories and essentially allow them to progress uh, their corporate stories uh, separately. Particularly a good time for uh, the rare earth space when we're seeing such high prices in like this country. Yeah, well, I think it'll make it a lot easier for the market to um, value that side of the business. Rare earth isn't easy for investors to get their head around, so having it as a separate entity will no doubt make that um, more straightforward. Yes, I think so. And uh, it'll be interesting to see just what kind of size they can put together on this particular thing too, because there is no rare earth production uh, in Latin America that I'm aware of. So other than some monazite sands, which gets shipped from concentrates in London. But uh, so uh, anything that uh, <coughs> contributes to uh, the uh, outlook for rare earths in Latin America would be good for the industry. Yeah. Uh, anything else out there, Paul? Yes, uh, we had uh, some really interesting uh, drilling results uh, back from uh, Rambler Metals and Mining. That's the uh, copper gold producer underground uh, in Newfoundland. It's uh, listed in AIM. Uh, their drilling in the footwall uh, zone here has uh, come that's an existing ore body in the Ming mine underground, but the new extension drilling has come up with some really exciting results here. Looking at intervals like almost 10 meters at almost 3% copper, and also some intervals in here like 49 meters at 6% copper in one of these holes here, which is a really a spectacular. Now, this is significant because the Ming mine has been struggling with its operating margins uh, for a little while now, uh, trying to find enough uh, better grade material to make it uh, profitable. But these grades are about three times higher than uh, the, uh, the overall grades uh, within the deposit at this point. So. They are going to uh, proceed right away into another drilling round here uh, in Q4, 6,000 meters and 15 bowls, uh, just to see how much more extension we can get on this position. Because if there is a significant volume, this would be a game changer in the operating cost. 
Excellent. Well, yeah, they are some pretty spectacular drill results you've mentioned. Uh, look forward to seeing some more. Um, we've also got some uh, a return to record highs across some uh, other metals. Um, I think aluminium, um, tin again testing um, testing its highs. Um, aluminium looks like it's being driven by a shortage of magnesium. So, Paul, do you think we're going to get a whole load of lithium projects uh, turning themselves into magnesium projects over the next few months? Well, I suspect not, actually, because <laughs> magnesium is not a, 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 a rare metal or anything like that. It occurs everywhere. I mean, the rock dolomite is a magnesium carbonate, so uh, there's plenty of magnesium to be uh, scavenged from other resources. Uh, but we did get this uh, information out also today by London listed RHI Magnesita that they had put out a profit warning because of the power curtailments in China affecting refractors production, even as uh, they've been able to implement some cost increases because the uh, demand for phosphorus refractors is looking quite good here for them as well. Uh, so, uh, yes. Uh, just interesting times we're looking at on supply and demand, uh, deliverable uh, supply fundamentals across the raw materials. Yeah, I mean, the, the the sort of takeaway, I think, is that if you're looking for miners to avoid supply chain issues, you need to be looking at companies which are producing a near final product, you know, SXEW, copper, producers that can produce a, um, a five nines product or um, precious metals producers producing uh, Dore high grade concentrates that don't need significant refining um, and aren't subject to treatment charges, refining charges that are likely to probably increase over the next few months if, if uh, smelting capacity um, starts to shut down on a wider scale. Yes, and some of the operations too that have been uh, the quantities of a byproduct that hadn't been worthwhile to recover before um, may now uh, get reconsidered in some of these polymetallic deposits too, um, uh, simply because by putting in an additional uh, leaching circuit or something like that in the wall, it becomes a payable. Okay, Paul, um, I think that's uh, enough for today. Um, thanks for your thoughts, and um, we'll speak to you again tomorrow. Cheers. See you then.